because money probably is the base layer for society, yeah. but there is also like your consciousness and your consciousness is the base layer for the universe. Yeah, so yeah. there is always this speech like Bitcoin fixes this and Bitcoin fixes a lot of things. But if your consciousness is not fixed, if your base layer of the universe is not fixed, then nothing is fixed. But yeah. Bitcoin can help you to fix also your consciousness because you have more time and then yeah. you can probably meditate or kind of go in the garden yeah. or the forest and yeah, have more time for yourself. Mark, welcome to the Freedom Footprint Show, I guess. Knut, hi, nice to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sort of more where you are normally than where I am normally. Mm -hmm. We're in the Princess Hotel in Schlochring in Germany. The number one Bitcoin hotel. Yes, the, the world's first 21 star hotel, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, I saw the new placard mm -hmm. yesterday outside the, uh, the hotel. It's beautiful. And we're here for Bitcoin im Landle. Im Ländle. Ländle. Okay, so the im is actually representing the dots above the A, right? Exactly. All right, Bitcoin im Ländle. And can you tell us about Bitcoin in, in Ländle and what that is and yes. how you came up with that? So Bitcoin in Ländle is like the, it, let's say like the most Bitcoin maxi event in Germany, I would say. I mean, it's not like a big conference. Of course, we are in the hotel, so it's pretty familiar atmosphere. It's around 150 people. And yeah, we have like different workshops, talks, speeches. And like the special thing is that we also have like lots of fun things. So it's not like just serious talks. It's also lots of fun and also lots of laughing. And yeah, I mean, the networking part is also very, very special because it's just completely different. If you're like in a hotel, it's like a Bitcoin Citadel. Yeah. And like if the event is over, you're not just like everyone is leaving to the hotel. I mean, then you're still in the hotel. So the hotel and the event, it's like one part and not like um, uh, separated. And this is gives it like a very, very unique atmosphere. And I mean, you've been out here for the second time and probably you can tell your experience but yeah i love it like and uh the hotel is uh, amazing and every time i go there there's a uh, a new easter egg or a new piece of bitcoin art somewhere and something i haven't seen before uh it is it's really cool it's full of bitcoin memorabilia or mm -hmm. whatever you call it uh, Yes, because right now, like Bitcoin is really like often very theoretical. I mean, you have like all the podcasts, the videos, the books, and this is awesome. But like for lots of people, they're asking, yeah, where can I touch Bitcoin or where is Bitcoin? What, what is Bitcoin? And, yeah, yeah. and so we want to give people like a chance to make Bitcoin like grabbable. So you can, yeah. there is a physical place and physical people meeting there, talking about Bitcoin, living Bitcoin spending Bitcoin and actually experiencing it. And this is just like the next level because yeah, Bitcoin is now growing up and also like real world adoption is happening. And this is like what we're doing here. Yeah. And Bitcoin and Bitcoiners are, are really just two sides of the same coin. Uh, mm. We're the same thing. We are the coins, right? So, uh, mm. and uh, yeah, it's great to be here. I, I came in uh, the, the day before yesterday and uh, we were the first to arrive, I guess. And uh, more and more Bitcoiners have just been dropping in here yesterday and today. So it's beautiful to see. Uh, all right. And is this is the, is it this the third or the fourth Bitcoin name Lendle? It's the fourth. So it's like two times a year, but we also have like other events. So it's like almost every month we have like a different kind of event. So we have like 
different um, yeah, topics. So for example, we have privacy events. So this is of course the Bitcoin Maxi event. Then we have like beginner events. We have events specially for women. We have events for Austrian economics. We have yeah, like more technical events. Yeah. And so different types of events because we want to target different groups. And yeah, this is like what we're doing. And also like we're doing not just events, we're also doing like networks and different other types yeah. of activities where we just meet. And instead of making a meetup, we meet and we walk together because this is super easy and super fun. And then afterwards we will come here and have a like, like a after meetups. Yeah. And plebwalks is a special thing like, uh, that, that originates from the big German Bitcoin community, the Einundzwanzig. It all originates from here. We made oh, really? the first plebwalk and because it was in Corona time and we were not able to meet. And then we said, okay, fuck it. We're just like meeting here and going for a plebwalk. And so it origin originated here with like three people yeah, yeah, yeah. and now everyone is now it's thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing one on Madeira, uh, after Atlantis this yeah. March. So, uh, yeah. And the, uh, can you tell us a bit more about the, um, uh, Einundzwanzig community? Mm -hmm. Because like in, in Germany, like the Bitcoin seed is huge. Mm -hmm. It's like everywhere. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Because this is really special because. I mean, for the Bitcoin community to really grow up, you need to have like some type of organization or you need to be like organ, orga, organized. Is this the right organized. organized, organized, yes. <laughs> yes. And for example, um, this year, in the beginning of the year, I was in Thailand and there are lots of Bitcoiner, but they don't have Telegram groups. They are not organized. So they are all where around the country, yeah. but nothing is happening. No meetups. And this is different here in Germany because we have like the 21 community yeah. and it's a decentralized community. So everyone can like make his own meetup in a city. And then we have like a page where you can, it's like a map where you can see, okay, there are all the meetups. Yeah. So it's like decentralized, but not decentralized without organization, decentralized with organization. Yeah. And this is like the big difference. And it's like everyone can like come up with ideas also with like a YouTube channel and other things. And if you like to post a video, you can post a video. So depending on how much you want to do for like this movement, you can do something or you can do nothing. And yeah, a lot more and more people come in the community. And the cool thing about Bitcoin is because it's not just some type of money, it's also like a social layer. And therefore, like the community is really awesome. And that's also what we see here in the hotel. We want to integrate the community because oftentimes people are like, wondering, okay, should I accept Bitcoin for my business? And they are wondering what are the benefits? And I mean, sure, there are benefits like you have less transaction fees and instant settlement and things like that, but, but there's so much more like you have the connection to the community and the community that will bring ideas. They will bring like so much energy into your business. And then you just have to take the energy from the community and integrate it to your business. And this is like extreme good things happening for your business and also like it's so refreshing because they come here they bring paintings here they bring artworks here they bring lightning gadgets here they have ideas okay can i do this talk can i do a workshop here can i can we make yeah i have an idea for an event can we do an event so it's so much co collaboration happening yeah and this is just different than like in the fiat space because you really have like this oneness you're always yeah. saying like, we are, we are the Bitcoin. So you have really like this one has this connection to the community and connecting. This is like a big profit for your 
business yeah. and not doing this is actually stupid. No, I totally agree. It's like an organic think tank mm. that's all over the world. And I, yeah, I saw one of these maps of the Einan Swantish meetups. And as, as I understand it, there's, there's a meetup every month in each major city of Germany, mm. like each and every one of the major cities. Yes, yeah. so, sometimes even more like, so for example, here in the Stuttgart area, yeah. we have like every month in Stuttgart, we have a meetup then like almost every month we have in the hotel a meetup, which is pretty close to Stuttgart. And then we are now starting a third meetup here, which is like two towns next to the hotel, yeah. which we will also probably do every month. So, and yeah, there's meetups everywhere around. All right. So, so for those who need a bit of a refresher in their German geography skills, like, uh, or mid-Europe geography skills, Stuttgart, th this Flochingen, this village is located like 20 minutes outside of Stuttgart, right? Exactly. So it's like yeah. pretty close to Switzerland and like in the south of Germany, pretty close to Munich, also pretty close yeah. to Frankfurt. So it's actually pretty good located because yeah, yeah. The, the cool thing is all the great Bitcoin events in the Dachraum, in the German speaking area are yeah. like. 200 or 300 kilometers next to vlogging. And so it's, yeah. it's like pretty good located for um, going to Bitcoin conferences yeah. and going to Bitcoin events. And, and it's pretty close to Austria and, and Czechoslovakia as well, or exactly. Czechia, Czech, the Czech Republic. I'm too old. Exactly. Like the Czech Republic as well, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's, that's also German has German speaking parts, I guess, close yes. to the border. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a beautiful area. And um, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, you have a grand piano here. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, so, I mean, the thing is, this is really funny because, I mean, lots of people would say Bitcoin is like a language and Bitcoin is like a universal language, just like math. So everyone can actually understand it. So like um, if you're American or if you're Chinese or if you're Japanese, everyone can understand it. And it's just also like music because music is also like a universal language. Yeah, yeah. So if you, for example, take a Chinese people or African people or German people and you play some music and they don't can talk with each other because they are from different countries. But if you play music, everyone will understand it and it will start to dance. <laughs> and even if they are enemies, they will start to dance together because yes. music connects and music is a universal language, but also Bitcoin connects and Bitcoin is a universal language. And this yeah. is like pretty nice to see it. Yeah. And the, I, I think that there are a lot of parallels with music. It's like, to me, Bitcoin is something, I mean, very mathematical and very structured that enables us to be more spiritual, if you will. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the, if you have a base layer of perfect organization and like everything structured and everything thought, thought out. That allows for layers on top to be more uh, spiritual, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so that's that's uh, and uh, that's what I love about music. It triggers all, every part of the brain. It triggers the logic part that has to, uh, you know, think about harmonies and how to put chords together. If you're fiddling with a melody or something, you have to figure out how how that works, and it helps a lot to know some stuff about harmonics, uh, uh, and music in general. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's all about expressing something spiritual. So expressing yourself in, in some, 
way, shape, or form. And, and Bitcoin is the same thing. It's, it's something very structured, uh, with very fixed, a fixed set of rules that are hard to change, uh, that allows us to express ourselves and our feelings and, uh, all sorts of ways. And I think that the only thing that's holding us back from exploring that, that part of the rabbit hole more is our imaginations. Like we, we just have to imagine new ways to, uh, I mean, it's unlocking a whole new way of coexisting in a way. Yes, I, I, I totally agree because yeah, music is something really special because also like what you're saying, like the left brain and the right brain is connected because normally in your normal day, you're always having like either the left brain or the right brain active and like music brings you in this flow state and then everything is connected yeah. and then you're just so much more efficient. And probably this is like also in Bitcoin, because if you want to understand Bitcoin, you can't understand it from one perspective. You need to combine different perspectives. So for example, math, mathematics, psychology, then cryptography, like game theory and um, finances. Yeah. So it's like so many parts. And also like always you see this, if there is some Bitcoin critic, he's looking on Bitcoin just from one perspective. And if you're looking just from one perspective, then sure, it looks like, oh yeah, Bitcoin is too inefficient because the block size is too small. So we have to make it more efficient. But if you're just looking from a technical side without like the um, uh, economic background, yeah. then it looks like, okay, Bitcoin is not, not so good. And you have to combine everything and you have to really gain this holistic yeah, view. And this is not taught in, in school. And therefore, Bitcoin is not just like a money saving tool where you can save your money, your time, your energy. It's also like a tool to gain like human, human capital. So yeah. get more wise, more, more, yeah. yeah, more information. More based. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you even can get like, like to say, it's like a spiritual thing because it helps you like awaken because on the one hand, you have like more time for yourself because you're not so much in the fiat matrix anymore. On the other time, it helps you with this holistic view and this holistic view. This is like what, yeah. Um, yeah, unwields like your spiritual power, your consciousness. And this is like also the thing because you said like Bitcoin is like a base layer. And I would totally agree. Bitcoin is absolutely a base layer, but even beyond the base layer of money, because money probably is the base layer for society. Yeah. But there is also like your consciousness and your consciousness is the base layer for the universe. Yeah, so yeah. there is always this speech like Bitcoin fixes this and Bitcoin fixes a lot of things. But if your consciousness is not fixed, if your base layer of the universe is not fixed, then nothing is fixed. But yeah. Bitcoin can help you to fix also your consciousness because you have more time and then yeah. you can probably meditate or can go in the garden yeah, or in yeah. the forest and yeah, have more time for yourself. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of talk about finding the signal in the noise, but uh, one of my latest thoughts around this subject is that Bitcoin is not the signal. Like, it's not, uh, but it is the greatest tool for noise removal ever mm. invented. And that, so, so it removes a lot of layers of noise, like political noise, uh, y y your brain being uh, wired to to focus on hamster wheelie things and giving away all your time and, and doing stuff because you think you need to do uh, stuff that you think you need to do that you never really did needed to do in the first place. So, so to me, I see it as a, 
tool for removing the noise from your life so you can you can go out and uh, on an adventure to try to find the meaning of your life because i think the meaning of life is subjective it's totally subjective it's up to each and every one of us to find our own signal and yeah mm. that's the way i view that and you alluded to the 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 left and the right hemisphere of the brain and i think i figured out how a politician's brain works and it works exactly like politics like the polit political scale uh uh, the left side isn't right, and the right there is no right left. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. probably, probably, yes. Yeah, yeah, because nowadays it's really like the challenge is not like to um, go and see like all the news and all the information. It's more like about noise cancelling. So just like yeah. noise cancelling earphones, because there is so much noise and so much distraction, yeah. and, and so it's really about focus. And this is like also like you've been speaking about the meaning of life. And I mean, therefore, also lots of people are depressed because they are not connected to their inner source anymore because no. they are just like in the outside world. So the TV, the news, and yes. it's so much bling bling everywhere. And it's like really so the consciousness is like on the surface, it's like really distracted. It's just yeah. like on the sea, like on the, on the surface, there is like waves and like lots of things and it's windy. But then if you go like deeper, 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 then you will see also this is like how your consciousness works. If you go deeper, you will see you've always been silent in your mind. There was always like peace and, and love, but your consciousness was always on the surface. And if you can focus like and let go of all this distraction and just yeah. focus and look within and then you will see there is always and there is peace and there was always peace. and. This is like what you are and not like the distraction, which is like in the TV and what is what they tell about you. So this is really like, but you need time to realize this. If you're like just running, running, running in the fiat matrix and having to do like three or five jobs to just yeah. keep on with inflation, yeah. then you will never come to this realization. So yeah, Bitcoin can be like a spiritual tool. I yeah. mean, Bitcoin fixes this, not everything, but Bitcoin really is for me a spiritual tool because it's like some type of, yeah, how do you say it? It's like a mantra for me. <laughs> All right. You might have noticed that we've recently partnered with Amber App. After our episode with Izzy, their CEO and our close friend, we knew we would have to partner with them in some way. If you haven't seen our episode with Izzy, definitely go check it out. You'll see why it's such a great fit. And honestly, they're following the orange glowing light, like Izzy always says. And that's exactly what we try to do here at the Freedom Footprint Show. The big news about Amber App is that on Jan 3, 2024, they're going to be launching their version 2.0. I've seen some of the screenshots and it looks fantastic. They're going to be including a non-custodial on-chain wallet, an anonymous lightning wallet, a fiat wallet, and finally, it's going to be an exchange, of course. It's going to be just this super app. They're also going to be launching globally. Everyone's going to be able to use it. We're really excited about all that. Stay tuned with us and you'll hear all about it. And for now, check out their website, amber.app, and the episode with Izzy to find out more. Next up, Wasabi Wallet, the privacy by default, open source, non-custodial Bitcoin wallet with CoinJoin built in. It's the easy-to-use, comprehensive, affordable way to make your coins private. And the best part is they've been making huge improvements to the app. They're really focusing on the user experience, adding advanced features for power users. They just keep getting better. 
You send your coins to your Wasabi wallet and they get combined with loads of other coins using the Wabi-Sabi protocol, so they're private on the other end. Your tracks are covered, so you can work on expanding your freedom footprint without worrying about your privacy. So, check out wasabiwallet.io and download Wasabi today. Uh, beautiful. And uh, I, th- this reminds me of uh, my grandfather's old saying that I, I uh, repeat over and over again. And that which you can do without you own, mm. which is the flip side of your things and end ending up owning you. So, uh, and with deflationary money, uh, of which there can only be one, by the way, by the very nature of deflation, uh, the, the urge to spend, uh, goes down and the urge to save, uh, goes up. Mm. So you adopt a lower time preference and you, you don't crave as many things stuff. So, so, so money starts working for your inner self, uh, in, in figuring out that it's a great tool for making human interactions more, uh, efficient and more smooth. Uh, but it's not really for chasing uh, Lamborghinis and yachts and stuff. That's, uh, it's, we we can get to a, a, a place of you know, more, uh, well, Buddhisty or, uh, stoic kind of, uh, existence where, where we realize that we don't need stuff as long because we have this protocol running in the back of our heads that allow us to, you know, be at peace with, with our being, uh, rather than to run in various hamsters, wheels and rat races to, in order to accumulate stuff faster and faster every year, which is what every state is trying to do. Like if, if, uh, GDP needs to go up every year, that means, okay, we want these ants to run around and catch more stuff. And, uh, you know, you always refer to your, to, to stuff as your stuff, but when it's other people's stuff, it's shit, like mm-hmm. your shit, my stuff. Uh, and the. The thing Bitcoin allows you to do is to realize that your shit is all really shit too, and not stuff at all. It's just hindering you. Yes, because life actually is pretty simple. And like this, there is always this big illusion where you think like if you achieve some goals or if you gain like some, yeah, some things like some physical yeah. things, then you are happier. Yeah. But happiness is not like in the outside world, so no. you're, uh, you're achieving like, okay, if I have the yacht, if I have the Lamborghini, if I have the, the Porsche, then I'm happy. And yeah. the problem is if you have then the big car, then your ego wants always more. So first you want the car, then you want the plane, then you want the country, yeah. and then, <laughs> then you want like the whole universe and your mind is totally um, freaking you out. And yeah. this is like, this is like the ego part of yourself yeah, who's yeah. telling more, 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 more. And then also comes this greed thing. And actually, this is like just just like the monkey brain within you. You now have to differentiate and see like, okay, this is the monkey inside me. But there is also like this clear part of me who can see through this illusion. Probably you can tell, say this is your spiritual being or whatever name you give it, who can see through this illusion. And the next part is also like what people are really good about. Or this is like also the reason why people why they suffer is because they claim to things which by their nature are 
um, impermanent because everything yeah. is impermanent. So yeah. this house we're sitting here, something, is some, some, someday it will be rotten. Your even your body will die at some point. So yeah. your even your thoughts, your emotions, at some point they will be gone. Ideals so, at some point maybe they will be gone. So everything is impermanent, and people are clinging or attaching to things which are by their nature impermanent. Yeah. And this is suffering by default. So it's yeah. almost yeah, guaranteed that you have to suffer. So being in a state of detachment is really like freedom because this is for, for lots of people. Freedom is like, okay, if I can do whatever I want and nobody tells me what I can do, uh, what I can or cannot do. But for me, freedom is like really a state where you are in detachment of physical or of everything which is like broadcasted in your consciousness. Yeah. So also thoughts, emotions. And if you can really look through this illusion and be in this detached state, then you are really free. And then you're also free of suffering because then you realize, okay, at some point, probably this body will gone, but I'm not attached to it. So I can handle it better than when I'm totally attached to it. And then probably I'm dying. And then I'm really, really, yeah, it's really a painful process. The show is also sponsored by Orange Mill app, the Bitcoin-only social network where you can stack friends who stack sats. You can connect with your favorite Bitcoiners on the app, make local connections, and even connect with Bitcoiners around the world. You can see what's going on in your local area and connect with Bitcoiners around you. I've been to multiple events organized on Orange Mill app, and they brought Bitcoiners together from all over. And now with group chat, it's easier than ever to stay in touch with all of your Bitcoin friends. The best part is that you know it's high signal, there's no spam on Orange Pill app because everyone pays to be there. So download Orange Pill app on Apple or Android, send me or Canoe to DM, and start building your local network of Bitcoiners today. Next up, the Bitcoin way. Their mission is to onboard, educate, and remove barriers to taking self-custody of your Bitcoin. They cover everything from cold wallets to nodes, no KYC Bitcoin purchases, inheritance planning, payments, and more. Whether you're new to Bitcoin or you're an experienced Bitcoiner looking to expand your freedom footprint, or you know someone who this sounds perfect for, the Bitcoin Way has something for you. They have a skilled team, well-versed in the Bitcoin space, and their goal is to make all the complexities of Bitcoin as straightforward as possible for everyone. And the best part is you can get started with a free 30-minute call with their team. Go to thebitcoinway.com contact for more info. Our newest sponsor is Geyser. They are the portal to the creator economy on Bitcoin. On Geyser, creators can monetize their work through their communities in a social and engaging way, and supporters can send sats to their favorite projects. Geyser has also recently integrated with Zaps and Podcasting 2.0, so every Zap sent to a Geyser address shows up on the Geyser page. We have a Geyser fund ourselves. It's the best way to support our show directly with Bitcoin. So whether you're a creator or a supporter, check out Geyser at geyser.fund today. So, so when did you get the idea for, for this hotel and like, how did that idea evolve into making it into this hub of the, uh, Bitcoiners? Like, well, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. I mean, I could ask you a question. So what would you do if you were born into like a, a hotel. hotel family <laughs> and you're a Bitcoiner? Yeah. What, what would you do? Because uh, actually, actually it's, I mean, pretty obvious if you're like born into a hotel family, if you're a Bitcoiner. Yeah. then it's obvious that you connect both things 
And actually, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I would probably be Basil faulted just telling the guests to fuck off all the time. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but in the end, like everyone has like his form of expression. Some guys are writing books. Some yeah. guys are doing like movies. Some guys are doing videos, podcasts, or whatever. And for me, I thought, okay, this is like an authentic yeah. way to like, to express myself and yeah. also like for my, our family, because it's not just me, it's also like a family business. So my mother, my sister, we have like good people working here. So it's not like a one-man show. No. And yeah, this is just like, because lots, lot, oftentimes people, they want to do something with Bitcoin. They want to work in a Bitcoin company and then they're thinking, yeah. oh, do I have to start programming or what can I do? And actually it's pretty obvious because everyone has some skills. Yeah, yeah. And you just have to look within, yeah, what yeah. can I do really good? For example, I can sing. And yeah, then yeah. you just combine singing with Bitcoin yeah. and then you have your Bitcoin shop. And it's really easy. But oftentimes the things which are really easy for us, we can't see it by ourselves. So the people around us, they can see, oh, Knud yeah. is a really good piano player. But for you, it's so normal that you don't realize you're a good piano player because for you, it's just normal. So it's really like being aware of what you can do well and what you can probably do not so good and combining this with Bitcoin and actually everything is in front of your eyes. You just have to be able to realize that yeah. everything is already there. It's about uh, finding your Ikigai. Are you mm -hmm. familiar with a, a Japanese Venn diagram of your, yes, you know? Yes, but it's meat. not, it's not about finding because if you're look, if you're looking and if you try to find it, it's just like creativity. If you try to be creative, yeah. it won't work. No, but creativity is always there. You yeah. just have to be yourself. You just have to let go. Yeah. And then you will automatically be your Ikigai. You will automatically be creative. Yeah. So it's just about being authentic, about being yeah. your true self and not about finding because the more you search, the more you look for it, the more you lose it. And this is probably, maybe this is like in quantum physics, there is also like this, um, a quantum state where um, something is always there, but as soon as you look there, it's not there anymore. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it figures out where it actually mm -hmm. is. But uh, so, yeah, this is uh, this is so true. And like uh, I tweeted this morning that I I, uh, uh, I absolutely love my job, but I haven't figured out exactly what my job is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so. But I think that's why I love it because yes. it's the journey that I love. Like exactly. to exactly. figure out like, oh, I can do this. Oh, I have this skill and like I can connect this dot here with that dot here. And uh, all of a sudden it works. And it's like our friend Izzy says, like uh, focus, just focus on the orange glowing lights and that will lead you the way. Yes. And also, also even the concept of having a job is like not so cool for me because if no. you have a job, no. it's almost implemented that you don't like the job. So you're switching yeah, exactly. like money for That's why time. It's work. Yes, like. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, and actually life is really nothing hard. It's actually something that is really, I actually easy or something like the, the universe is working for you and not like you have yeah. to hustle and do everything really no. hard. But the thing is, if you're not connected to your inner source, or if you're not like synchronized, it's like probably just like in the music if the waves, if you're not yeah. like synchronized to the right frequency, <laughs> yes, and you're in disharmony, yeah. then everything feels hard and it feels, oh, I have to work and yeah. I'm not getting any money. But really, actually, if you're like in this flow and if you're like connected to nature, to this universe, connected to yourself, connected to the people around you, then it's really more like a flow or more like something yeah. easy. 
And yeah, life is not hard. And this is also what lots of people have in their mind because they have like the mindset, life is hard and I have to work and oh, everything is stupid. Yeah. Everything is sh shitty. But if you believe in this, then this is your reality because you really like the creator, in my opinion, of your reality. Yeah. And you like the, the, the boss or whatever you want to call it. And you can create um, whatever you want. And it's not like that you're like thrown in this shitty world. You are, you created the shitty world and also yeah. you can create a nice world and it's just up to you. Yeah. But lots of people, they are creating the shitty world on a subconscious level because they are not aware of their subconsciousness. No. And this is why time for yourself and solitude and stuff like this is so important yeah. because then you can really see oh, what's going up in this monkey brain. And then you can start to transform your subconscious mind and out of your subconscious mind, you're almost like yeah, creating this, what people call reality. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the fiat rat races that we are forced into is what distorts our ability to do that. I think that what hinders us from just, from just being ourselves every day and, and making that work, like th th there's no greater feeling than to wake up every morning and just be yourself all day. And it works like it, it doesn't feel like working. It doesn't feel like it, it just feels like living. And somehow if, if you do that, it, it with the sincerest of, of intents, like if you're true to really true to yourself, it will work if you have Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, Bitcoin is a tool, but also even if you have no Bitcoin in a fiat world, if you yeah. have the right mindset, yeah, yeah. if you have the mi mindset of ab abundance, so if you have the mindset, I'm always getting more than I need and yeah. I'm always like fulfilled and I'm always like satisfied in this type of mindset, even yeah. in a fiat city world, nothing will happen to you and you will always be in abundance. And on the other hand, if you have Bitcoin and the best type of money and your mindset is stupid, yeah. then every, everything will be shitty. But Bitcoin can be a tool to help you to reach this type of mindset. Yeah. But also like if you're like in a good state, also without Bitcoin, you can be happy and you can be like successful and you have can have a good life. So Bitcoin is not like yeah, the, the ultimate tool, but no. it, it's, it's like a very, very good tool. But also without Bitcoin, you can really thrive and have a good life. Absolutely. Uh, I know you went on a long me meditational retreat and even lived in a forest for a while, like on berries and um, mushrooms and stuff. And uh, <laughs> that, like, I guess that was your spiritual journey, like to just to find find the meaning of your life, I guess. Yes, sure. Because um, before I did this, I was like DJing. So I was like um, playing in clubs and on oh, festivals. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. And I mean, this was an awesome time, but I realized what I'm doing here is satisfying my ego. Yeah. So I was just like fulfilling my ego and everyone was, oh, Mark, so cool. Yeah, party, party. And and this really satisfied my ego. But within, I felt there, there, was, there, there was like emptiness. Yeah. And then I realized, wow, life is so simple. And what fills me with, from within is like really simple things. Go in the forest, have some time for yourself, make a walk in the nature, yeah. go barefoot or do a little meditation, yeah. you know, eat good food and have like good routines. So good, good daily routines, for yeah. example. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and don't have like bad habits, for example, like um, uh, drinking lots of alcohol or going to parties with people and like 
doing lots of drug things or whatever. So I realized really like this minimalism. And this was even before Bitcoin. So I really had like this low time preference even before Bitcoin. Cool. And I don't did this because I wanted to starve myself or something like that. I did this to actually upgrade my life. So from the outside, it looks like I'm a really minimalistic peep guy. Yeah. But actually, I'm not a minimalistic guy because I'm actually a, a maximalistic guy because <laughs> you need the minimalism for maximum type of, yeah. Yeah, of happiness. Because like really toxic minimalism. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because life really is so, so simple and you really need so yeah, yeah. few things. And I mean, it's all right if you have like a big car or like if you do like crazy things, but you always have to be careful to not be attached to those things. If yeah. you do this without attachment, it's not a problem. But oftentimes people, they say, ah, oh, no, no, I'm not attached. And then the, the big car gets broken and then they cry because they were attached. Yeah. And this is like the, the tricky thing where you have to be careful. Yeah. You can do everything. You can make parties, you can go to clubs, everything, but you have to be careful to not be attached to those things. Yeah, and yeah. oftentimes people get attached pretty quickly. Yeah. And this is like always what you have to train because always every day you have to start again. So if you were like in a retreat and have now this nice mindset it helps you nothing for today because every day you have to start from zero yeah yeah and every yeah. day begins from from scared not just every day every moment and every moment you have to try to be yourself and yeah. not be distracted by the noise and focus on the signal and this is like a lifelong meditation or yeah focus or whatever you want to name it yeah for me like uh i i've been been close to death a couple of times in my life mostly on on ships in storms <laughs> or hurricanes and uh, really uh, had to think through like, uh, what am I doing with my life? And, and realizing how, how limit, what a limited amount of time we have on this earth. And, and what, what you realize when you experience that is that each and every moment is your last chance to enjoy that specific moment. So if you're consumed by anxiety or you're irritated or you're angry or anything on the negative emotional spectrum, then that moment is lost forever and you lost a chance to enjoy life. Yeah. So, it's, it's, uh, and also like, um, uh, I, I came to a point in life where I was totally satisfied. I, I, I own a toothbrush, a laptop, a guitar and 10 t-shirts. 10 pairs of um, uh, the underwear and uh, 10 pairs of socks, like the <laughs> two pants and one pair of shoes. And like, uh, and I had just paid off my student loan. So I was free. That's like a, a very, very satisfying state to be in. Two weeks later, I met my wife <laughs> and I started a family, and <laughs> you know, back to another type of rat race. And then mm. you need stuff again. But, uh, uh, but I mean, there's really something to find there in, in uh, figuring out that not needing stuff is a key to, to abundance, to, to freeing your mind, uh, and being able to become what's, what you were always supposed to be. Like, like there's a David Bowie quote about that, like, uh, getting older is it's just the process of becoming who you were always meant to be. And uh, I think that's 
that's true for a, yes. a, a life well lived. Yes. But just if you're like connected to your inner self, because just getting older and like yeah, having not learning a, anything, yeah, no, yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah. It, it only works if you yeah. actively work yeah. on, on improving yourself. And because there's also like the speaking of time heals everything, because this is also not true. No. If you're just, if you're just like doing the same stupid things every day again, yeah. time will have nothing. I mean, you will just get more sick and more sick and time is not healing anything. No. So it's like the dedication to like a meaningful life and being focused in the here and now, this is what heals and what helps and what makes you successful or happy because also it's just like, it's so crazy because life is just in the here and now. There is no future or, no. or past. This is just a concept in our mind. This is nothing you can go or no one was ever in the past. No, it's just a concept in our mind. And it's just like, because at some point we have to in this, like in this type of reality, in this physical body, we have to experience it like in some linear way. So your mind makes up this linear journey, where there's the yeah. past and the future, but this is really not like the key. So this is, it's, it's really like just distraction. There's just like the here and now, and also like just the here and now is where you have influence. So you're here and now with your physical body here, you can do something. For example, we can have a nice talk here, yeah. but it's almost, um, irrelevant what happens in uh, Afghanistan or Iraq and most people they are focused not in the here and now with their physical presence no. so they are like in the TV and then there, there is a war there and this and that and also they are not not like in the here and now from the time perspective they are in the future and if you're in the future you're always like frightened so yeah, this yeah. is always the frightened people they are scared about everything oh yeah, yes. world war and this and that yeah. and in the here and now you there is no you're not scared you're always like there, there is no, 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 yeah, anxiety. And the other people are the people who are in the past. They are always depressive. Oh, the good times and oh, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. was, it was so nice. And, and this is the also the good old days. Yes, like, the yeah. good old days. And this is also destruction. There is yeah. no good old days. There is just the here and now. The good yeah. old days. This is just memory in your brain. Yeah. And you're attached to this memory and therefore you're suffering yeah. because the good old days are gone. They are gone. They are yeah, not yeah. here anymore. And, and you're thinking about them in the now. Yes. So. And also like the, 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 also like you're thinking of the past is so, um, uh, so, so messed up because the past, how you, how you realize the past is not how the past was. Because for example, if you're in a happy state right now, then probably you will go back to the past and then you will say, Oh, my school time was really good. But if you're in a fucked up, state right now and you go to the past then the past will feel like oh i had a horrible childhood so the yeah, 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 the, the past what you experience in your mind is not what the reality is no no yes no yeah exactly and uh luckily for us our our brains i mean when we th think about the future we're biased to uh to see risks and uh you know have negative as you say we're worried about the future and, but when we think about the past, uh, oftentimes we, uh, we forget the, the, the harder memories and we remember the good times mm -hmm. and there's, there's like something there that it's, it's easier to remember good things mm -hmm. and, uh, than bad ones. Anyway, Mark, thank you very much for this. I'm so grateful to be in this hotel and be a part of this event and this community. I absolutely love it. And if you have your, uh, if you're traveling around these parts of Europe, make sure to visit 
uh, Hotel Princess. It's uh, an absolutely fantastic place. And I wish you all the best of luck in your future endeavors. And you're doing a great thing here. And I'm so glad that you I'm found yourself super honored. Thanks a lot. And thanks, man. We are all Bitcoin. We are all Bitcoin.